0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Foodie and the Beast with David Nikki Nellis. We have an amazing show. The studio is full of food and drink, and um, that's good. But before we get started, we just got to give huge props to the Ritz Carlton Tyson's Corner. They've yes. totally renovated the property, and they were nice enough to invite us uh, and a bunch of other people out for a slumber party last night. It was an
1: amazing party. It was so much fun. dinner
0: and drinks and stuff. And And
1: drinks and stuff and more stuff and more drinks. But it is gorgeous.
0: Uh, I've known that property. I've been working with them since the early 2000s, -hmm. and the property is just stunning now. And so really for people listening, if you're going to do a staycation, that's the place to do it. It's awesome. All right. So let's get on. They're back, the guys from D-City Smokehouse, uh, They've been consistently named the best barbecue in town, and later they're going to open up in Bloomingdale uh, on Florida Avenue. He's back. Pitmaster Sean McWherter's here. Yay. He brought in their bar manager, Lance Smith, and they're in with Taste and Talk of what's going on at D City.
1: Yes. Do
0: oh, you Emporium. want me to take over? Uh, the yeah.
1: Emporium, it's back in studio. We are so excited. Uh, it is one of the most amazing. Ways to see about all these fabulous craft artisans that are popping up all around. And we are lucky enough, we have the brand new, not yet open, but soon to be open, Cotton and Reed Distillery, which is opening up right around the corner from Union Market, where uh, Emporium is happening at Dock 5, which is the event space behind there. And sujin Chun, who is the founder of the, the brilliant event,
0: entrepreneur behind um, this
1: with the most adorable little one ever, uh, <laughs> she is in to tell us all about it.
0: All right, and why don't you do Champagne Week?
2: Oh,
1: and it's Champagne Week! Mm. Yay! Because I haven't wait, had wait, enough. Wait, wait, wait.
0: How about some more enthusiasm? There?
1: Champagne Week! Bubbles in studio. So when we... was the last
0: time you people got up on Sunday morning and went, Oh, dude, it's Champagne Week. Come right.
1: on! <laughs> so, Allison Marriott is back in studio. She's been in a couple times before, but she and Jess Hagedorn are behind D.C. Champagne Week. There's a whole host of events this week. They're going to tell us all about it.
0: All right, and... Just because we need more food and more fun, we have the recent star of Top Chef on Bravo, Marjorie Meek Bradley, who's uh, with us and going on Nikki's uh, Top Chef cruise. She's mm-hmm. joining us. Uh, she just DC opened Smoked
1: Chef's Cruise. What did I say? You said Top Chef.
0: Well, it's a DC it's chef. It's a DC. Cruise. Cruise. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She just opened Smoked and Stacked on 9th Street, right across from the now famous Buttercream Bakery, where Tiffany McIsaac does her thing. So mm-hmm. you can go to Marjorie's for you know for your food. And then, you know, go to Tiff for some sweets. For stuff. Yeah. So, but first, we got Mike Koch on the phone. Mike's the executive director of Fresh Farm Markets, and he's going to tell us about what's happening at the markets today. Hi, Mike.
3: Hi, guys. Hi. So, first, so first like, wait a minute. Isn't every week Champagne Week? Yes. Every week should well, be at Champagne our house, Week.
0: Every week is Champagne <laughs> Week, of course. And yeah.
3: So, things are going great at the market. It's gorgeous. The sun is out, and, uh, And so are the people. So uh, I'm starting off with a a little bit of a product alert. It's very unusual to have fluid goat milk, and we've got a uh – a farmstead goat cheese maker out in West Virginia, Shepherd's Way, mm-hmm. that started to do uh, goat yogurt and fluid goat milk. So, What does
1: that mean, yeah. Mike? What does fluid goat milk mean?
3: So as you would buy um, milk at the grocery store, it's very mm-hmm. unusual to be able to buy uh, liquid goat milk. It's huh. mostly all processed into cheese, as, as I know well. Right. Um, oh, by so the
1: way, nice article in the Washington Post on Monday. Didn't you two look handsome?
0: Thank you. Yeah, we're yeah. really nice. Pablo cupboard. looked more handsome, but that's no. okay. Well, uh,
3: <laughs> each to our talents. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then the other thing I just want to talk about with Thanksgiving, just weeks away, we mm-hmm. started our uh, Thanksgiving Fresh Food Drive. Yes, so. tell us about that. Yeah, it's terrific. You know, n- instead of, you know, cleaning out your cupboard and donating canned foods, um, people can make fully tax-deductible cash donations at market and then we turn around and use that cash to buy fresh food that we then provide to our gleaning partners uh, it provides a nice income boost to our farmers last year we spent about $9,000 and it of course provides this fresh wonderful food to our gleaning partners like DC Central Kitchen and Miriam's Kitchen uh, DC Central Kitchen Miriam's Table Thrive DC Shepherd's Table all sorts of folks
1: that's amazing i think it's such a smart idea and i love that you can Text FFM to 41444, and it takes you right to a link to donate. So it's super easy. Yes,
3: we have stepped into the mobile world. Okay. And uh, for those that aren't as good on their, their mobile devices, you can go to freshfarm.org forward slash drive to donate.
0: All right, nice. hon,
1: thank you so much. We'll talk with you next week.
0: And, uh, turn the show yeah, up on the uh, at the market, Mike. I'm for it. Okay, <laughs> later. Bye. Uh, so let's talk to Chase Damiano Commonwealth Joe Jeez, Coffee Roasters to the mic. is a whole new that, – that that thing's called a microphone. You're on it. <laughs> there you Get go. Close to it. He's a newbie, folks. Um, the whole concept behind Commonwealth Joe's is really different. Um, I, I
4: mean, really, why don't you give us a 411 on how all this got started. Sure. Um, yeah, first of all, thanks for having for me on the show. Um, yeah, we're, we're Commonwealth Joe Coffee Roasters. We're a small batch coffee roastery uh, based in Arlington, Virginia. We just opened our uh, first flagship store. Uh, we called Commonwealth Joe Coffee Roasters in Pentagon City. Clever. Mm-hmm.
1: Very cool. smart. Sticking yes. yes. brand marketing. We got it.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, um, today I was hoping to give you all uh, a rundown of Nitro Cold Brew, uh,
1: mm-hmm. one
4: of our uh, one of our flagship coffees. Uh, I actually brought four different coffee bridles today. And what
1: is Nitro Cold Brew? Sure.
4: Uh, so Nitro Cold Brew, whereas whereas hot coffee is, um, you, uh, for, our, for iced coffee, you brew it uh, hot and add ice or you cool it down. Uh, Nitro Cold Brew is actually a coffee that you brew using cool water over a span of hours as opposed to using hot water over a span of minutes.
1: So how long does that take?
4: Sure. uh, We do all of our our steeping overnight. Mm -hmm. Uh, Each coffee has its own uh, brewing profile, Uh, just like every coffee that we roast has a different roast profile.
1: Okay. And so what is it about the flavor? What changes when you're doing cold brew as opposed to hot? The hot method.
4: Sure, well... Is that I'll, what it's
1: called, the hot method? The I hot method, know. yes.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so like. a, a lot of the bittering acids and oils that are characteristic of hot coffee uh, actually do not get released into the into the nitro cold brew uh, when we make it. That gets... uh um, that's that's not extracted in the same way. It's actually brought out into the grounds. It never makes it into the liquid well, itself. Maybe it leaves that's something why very, like very smooth. smooth. Well, so I was going to say, I, while my wife
0: will agree that there isn't a whole lot I know anything about. He really doesn't. Um, well, we have five kids. I know something.
1: But, um, <laughs> he knows how to do one yeah, thing. Uh, <laughs> and
0: I do it well. God bless it. But no, the the, the great thing about it, there's no bitterness, there's no bite. This, mm-hmm. is, this is, you know, I don't have to, you know, polish your apple on the show. I could tell you it was terrible if I thought it was. It's delicious. And it and and you know I get the caffeine I'm all jacked, but I don't have any of the that that kind of that bitter aftertaste that you get from some of the big name coffee shops in the in the hot brew.
1: So tell us about the one you poured this time.
4: Sure. So this one's called Blue Ridge Bluff. It's our mm-hmm. most popular one. It's our it's our flagship. This one is a Indonesian coffee. Uh, from northern Sumatra, mm-hmm. and the notes of it are very, uh, it's a its a dark roast, so it's, a, it's very chocolatey. It has... Um, yeah, it's a, almost sweet. Is yeah, it's, it's very sweet. chocolatey and sweet. No, coffee. Yeah. Um,
1: so, well, let me just ask you a question. This is going to sound really stupid, but can you drink this hot?
4: Yes, you actually can. So um, we've been experimenting a little bit with uh, taking the uh, nitro cold brew method mm-hmm. and uh, creating a hot drink out of it. Okay. Okay. Um, more to come later, okay. but uh, when when we do when we do our steaming process, it creates a concentrate, so you can uh, you can do a lot of different things with that. All right, cool. All right, we're, we're gonna, gonna come back sipping, to you. Yes, we'll come back to you. Now I later. gotta talk to one of my favorite people.
0: Sean McWerder. The pit master. How y'all feel today? The D City Smokehouse. Hi. And the last time he was on the show, he blew my taste buds out. Am <laughs> I lying? He did. Yeah. It was awesome. And he's back again. And God bless him, he brought more food. Oh my god. <laughs> he's with Lance Smith, who is the uh, bar manager at D City. And you guys have a new place opening up at what, two oh three Florida Avenue. I got yeah. that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh why don't we do the quick background on, on D City and where it all came from and then you know, oh, okay. Well, what your background is.
5: <laughs> well, the original spot is located on 8th Florida Avenue. That's where we started at. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. And it's tiny.
5: Uh, yeah, it was a tiny spot. There tiny, was a hole tiny. in the wall. Yeah. But everybody loved the hole in the what wall. you
0: used yeah. to push that barbecue through that hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: We had, a, we had a, um, a line around the block, you know, and people always wanted to get more seating. And mm-hmm. he was like, why don't you try to get a bigger place and stuff like that. But that then you guys like,
1: opened up Wicked Bloom, right? right? Wicked Bloom was our sister, mm-hmm.
5: you know, and bar. And we was running out there mm-hmm. for a while. And So now you're going to a bigger place. going to a bigger
0: place. We're going to a better
1: place. We're going to a better place. <laughs> a, better, place. a better, bigger place.
0: <laughs> go to the light, Sean. <laughs> right. so, so, Lance, will the bigger place make a bar program that's, you, you know, more sort of fully bloomed, if you will? As it were, yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Right. Yes.
0: Get in front of that microphone. Yeah. So oh, we can hear we what we go. Well, tell right.
1: us a little bit about the bar program.
0: Because uh, most
1: people don't think about – I mean, most people – don't about think about cocktails, cocktails right. going when with barbecue. Yeah, right. yeah.
5: So there'll be great beer, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also going to be wonderful, wonderful, wonderful bourbon cocktails. So beer, barbecue, bourbon, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Love.
1: We're all with the bees. Yeah. we <laughs> got it's it. It's good for your belly. You're right.
6: <laughs> 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 Five times.
5: Right.
1: Uh, so tell us about the kind of cocktails like you made up on here. Tell us about uh, the kind so of cocktails you made. So, but making. what
5: I've done uh, today for you all and then everybody, it's mm-hmm. a uh, Bullet Smith. Okay. Um, and then we're going to do a cherry oak. The Bulletsmith is fresh lemon, simple syrup with uh, clove, mm-hmm. um, bullet, obviously, a little bit of elderflower, and cranberry.
2: Mm. Not too sweet. Okay.
5: We're all adults. No one wants headaches when they're drinking.
2: Right, exactly. <laughs> um,
5: very clean, very, very fresh. The second is a cherry oak on the sweeter side mm-hmm. uh, with four roses, uh, Luxardo Almaretto, mm. and orange.
0: ooh. That sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah they, they should both be All right. All right. good. Well, I'm going to go back. I want to go back to the barbecue yeah. Let's the talk about stuff. your I mean, your ribs were killer. <laughs> I don't see any, by the way. Sean. Oh, they, so, they still are killer. I so. just bought the sides, but that's okay. Um, so what is your, I can't what's your complaining. recipe? <laughs> I want to know what so you do special that you're willing to tell people about.
5: Oh, so one thing that you have to do when you're smoking is you have to have patience more than anything when you're smoking meats. Mm-hmm. If you're cooking food, you have to have patience and you got to have love for what you do because you want that to come out in the food, you know. So
1: tell us about the process a little bit with your barbecue, because you do offer, you know, you offer a wide range of items. Oh,
5: um, we got brisket, we have turkey, your we have ribs. Everybody loves the brisket.
1: Yeah, what's not to love?
5: <laughs> and we do have, trying to introduce some some new type of meats that come with it. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody loves our pulled pork sandwiches more than mm-hmm. anything in the world. Um, and our sandwiches, our signature sandwiches that we do have to go with our smoky flavors of barbecue that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have our... Mm-hmm. new size that we do have coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, one is our pepper jack macaroni and cheese that we didn't have before. Right. And we're going to present that to the world. <laughs> and we have our jalapeno cheddar grits that we have and our homemade potato salad. Well, don't
0: bogart wow. those grits.
5: Um, so ever- let me ask you a question.
1: With the bigger <laughs> space, does this allow you more room to cook more? I mean, to, you know, to, well, to, to little, did you build a bigger kitchen? Because That yeah. space you started from scratch, right? Right, like you dug that out,
5: all that, yeah. And we didn't, um, we dug it out. And he can eat pack. during
1: commercial break, don't no, worry about right serving now. him now. You know how, you know mean, how he is. is, you know, I he mean,
0: wants to eat You would think he hasn't eaten all day. <laughs> so be quiet. Oh my god, that's what I'd be
5: on this dumb show.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, we started like we gutted it out, we started from scratch. We right. got, um, we got a nice bar mm-hmm. inside, um, for Lance to work, the kitchen for me to work. Excellent. We got and we got a new smoker too.
2: Oh,
1: really? So we got
5: a little sister smoker that <laughs> we're gonna bring to the
0: table. The little sister smoker, right? Because so cool. we have, we we got big Reds and big Reds got to big.
1: Right, you gotta have a lot of space. Right. What about catering and do stuff like that? Do you feel
0: weird talking to these smokers? You're back, back to hello, little sister. Hello. No, you red. gotta talk to them it's like talking to plants. They gotta know it's you. It's like know how them. I
1: talk to you, honey. It's right. all the same thing. <laughs> like talking to a plant. Right. right. Yeah. Um, what we're trying
5: to do right now, um, other than catering, we're trying to get people to come in and try to buy about a boat. That's how we're trying to do it. This okay, all right.
1: We have to take a quick break. Okay. When we come back, we'll give everybody your address, tell them where they can find you, we'll tell them when it's open, we'll do the whole thing. This is all David and Nikki Nellis. Um, it's delicious in here. We'll be it back really in a sec.
7: Is. Let Potomac's Market at River Falls help make holiday entertaining unforgettable. For a catering menu, visit MarketRiverFalls.com or call 301-765-8001. This segment of Foodie and the Beast is sponsored by ProFish, D.C.'s premier seafood company. ProFish delivers only the freshest, safest, and most sustainable seafood. Visit them at ProFish.com. This is John Gilroy. My show, Federal Tech Talk, answers the question, how does technology make life easier for the federal audience? I've spent years interviewing federal CIOs, tech leaders, and big company CTOs. What they tell me is compelling, provocative, and always relevant to the federal government and contractor. Check it out Tuesday and Thursday afternoons at 1 on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM, or download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Federal Tech Talk. United Soldiers and Sailors of America provides food, shelter, utilities, toiletries, and the essentials for daily living to our combat wounded service members and their families. The need for help rises dramatically in the winter. Sometimes our wounded warriors are forced to choose between paying to heat their homes or buying food for their families. You can lessen the burden by donating to usasoa.org. All money given to United Soldiers and Sailors of America goes directly to our service members. Again, that's usasoa.org.
0: All right, we're back on Foodie and the Bees with David and Nikki Nellis. I'm stuffing my face with food from D-City Smokehouse. Uh, Pitmaster Sean is in with bar manager Lance Smith. Mm-hmm. Lance, first of all, these drinks. They're really They actually couldn't be more different, really, for, you know. Yeah,
1: because the, the one in the coop is, thick is the wrong term, but it's it's got a. Viscous. Yes, thank v- you. It is viscous. It is viscous. Um, but it's, it's a big very, word for
0: our audience. But well, yeah, especially no, this time of morning. It's a big word for me, too. Right? <laughs> <Right. Yeah. Just laughs>
1: but the other one is really, it's just bright and easy. And it um, should be
0: clean. I want it to taste yeah, clean. Yeah, it is.
1: It's super clean. It's really delicious. Well, We'll look so forward much. to trying those. All forward right, forward so we got
0: about two more minutes. All right, the new place is at 203 Florida Avenue. We got yeah. that out of the way. When's it open? Um, coming to you soon, um, probably in the next two weeks. All right, so that's not bad. But let's talk about your recipe for this. This mac and cheese is awesome, and the grits are just... Those grits
1: look beautiful. They're delish.
0: So what do you do? What I do. um, So
5: we made it fresh, and we made it today for you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it was like we use a pepper jack. We take the peppers and we cut them up, and we use the Monterey Jack cheese. Melt that down. Mm
2: -hmm.
5: What you want to do is you want to separate all the ingredients to bring them all together. Okay. And so we can have a nice balance. That's what you taste. Um, The homemade potato salad. That's my favorite more than anything. Is it? All right, again. Yes, <laughs> you gotta chase some of that. There she okay. goes. Um, One thing that you wanna do is you, all your foods, you want all my sides, I want them to sit.
2: Mm-hmm. Especially
5: when it comes to the potato salad, mm-hmm. not chili, not beans. Mm-hmm. Just so it can have all that flavor can get settled in, we right. can serve it to the people. It's delicious. Um, like I said, the potato salad is everybody's favorite. Mm-hmm. Everybody's I can see favorite. why. Right. <laughs> it's, it's so good. <laughs> and all right. of your grits is going to go good with all the brisket. So, uh-huh. so when people want to find <laughs> you guys online, what do they go
0: to? All of it. We go citysmokehouse.com. To... Yes, sir. Okay. All That's right, guys. So... Ain't it? It's yeah. genius. All amazing. Amazing. All right. so I yeah. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you, in. and thank it's you great. for bringing in all this awesome. great stuff. My son's at home listening. He's like, bring that stuff home. That's me at home. Lower slow. All right, let's go back to Chase. Chase, I mean, I think... Now people are habituated to thinking about, you know, coffee profiles somewhat the way they think of a wine. You know, the land where it's grown makes it different, yes. The whole process makes it different. So what do you guys look for in the beans that you pick, and where do you go to get them? How do you do all that?
4: Sure. Well, we work with, um, you know, we're still a small batch company, and we want to get more uh, deep to uh, actually connect with a lot of the farms that we're working with. Um, right now we're relying on our importers to give us uh, the best coffee that they're able to find. And uh, we've uh, we've noticed that in exactly what you were saying is that uh, people are starting to treat coffee a little bit more like a wine, that there are these, uh, these flavor profiles. And the SCAA, or the Specialty Coffee Association of America, has identified that there are groups of flavor profiles, and we are um, hooking in to... Uh, to matching what the SCAA has specified uh, for the flavor, like for instance. But I mean, this one. you
0: go to Nicaragua, or do you go to, you know, Bim Bamboo? Why do you to say it like
1: that? Why wouldn't they? No,
0: I'm saying is that because a small company has limited resources. Sure. Are
4: you doing that? We've been invited down to um, one farm in particular in in Colombia, and uh, one of uh, one of the folks on our team was able to actually make a trip down there mm-hmm. uh, to check out the farm. It's uh, it's fascinating. It wasn't me my. What are you Oh yes, so this one right here is uh, is Shenandoah Spring. This okay, is a Honduran what coffee. Oh, I don't
1: have it. Um, what we what looking we're looking for,
4: for in this one is uh, su- a little bit of sweet and nutty character. So this is a medium roasted coffee. Um, the the deeper notes that we get are uh, are almonds and caramel. Mm-hmm. And um, but you know, recognizing that everyone is on a different stage of their coffee journey and the palate is something to be uh, refined over time.
1: That's awesome. I'm going to, like, hashtag that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's right.
4: I, I'm at the end of my coffee journey
0: because I'm at the end of life. That's but, true. Uh, uh, pass, oh, it is passed around. Okay. I just think it's great. I mean, it's Thank so interesting mind. that, I mean, I come from the generation used to pop
4: open a can of Maxwell House and go, Hmm, yes. that's some coffee. I and did that not, was it. just to make no. No. Sure, but this is more of a recognition that coffee is a craft, just like uh, wine can be, beer can be, uh, even tea, and uh, it's an agricultural product. Sure and
1: God, it's, if, there's really such a difference between right. the two. The other one is so much sweeter, and this yes. one has a much stronger well, we flavor. Got 40 I know seconds. we gotta, go.
4: We well, gotta wait, go. Wait, wait, wait! You're selling it in growlers, right? Yeah. So we have um, we are selling it on draft at our coffee shop in. Uh, can Pentagon we order City. it online? Uh, no, not on not online quite yet, not but. Yet. Uh, okay. Hopefully more to come in the future. So mm. I have to chase chase from my coffee. And that mac yes. and
1: cheese is really good. <laughs> the rest of any... you
0: just get out. We're <laughs> just gonna... <laughs> oh <All> right. <laughs> so Sue Jean. Hi, Hi Sue Jean. How are you? Sue Jean, are you? Jean Chun had an idea a couple of years ago about a about a different kind of craft event, and it's become the don't Emporium. Don't craft.
1: Craft makes well, it sound like wait a minute. Like no, but it was junk.
0: at that point. It was like, how do I do something that's that's cool and different? And you've created. I mean, I'm really. You get total props for what you've done, without a doubt. So totally. why don't you do? Because you are you are truly the entrepreneur's entrepreneur. You know when you build it from an idea. Tell us about the Emporium.
8: Sure. So the Emporium, uh, this will be our third in D.C. We've been doing this for almost four years now. So Amazing. we do it every spring in Baltimore. We do it every fall in D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be back at Union Market in their Dock 5 space, which is behind the market, which is their private event space. And we've got over 95 vendors coming from all over the mid-Atlantic and all over the country, really, to Wait, bring their Wait, 95 awesome, vendors? Yes, 95 vendors. How many did you have when you first started? I think the number was around 75, so okay. we've, we've added quite a few. Can you fit them all inside? Oh, yeah. So we uh, pitch a tent, uh, a big, big tent, and connect it to Dock 5. So even if it rains, rain it's or shine, out. no one will get wet. What do you wet? do
1: it in the, that alleyway there?
9: Exactly. Uh, pretty. L-
0: let me jump in because ahead, jump in. Uh, Reed Walker and Jordan Cotton are here with Sue Jean. Uh, they're with the Cotton and Reed Distillery. That Am I right? It's just about to open, or it has opened? Yes, next Saturday, November 12th, same day as first day of Emporium. And it's you're doing rum,
10: opening. right? We are yeah we're launching with a white rum and our dry spice rum. Uh,
1: what do we poured, have here? What is that? Yeah, it?
10: so we just poured you guys one of our draft cocktails called the Red Beards. Ooh, that's with, good. Yeah, is that ginger good. in there. I don't this say that was a like surprise. Dangerous. It, it's it is. Good. Yeah, you, you'll drink a thousand of them and then realize that was a bad decision. Am before. I slurring yet? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Why are there three of you? So, but I mean, this is what sujin does. It's so great because you find the people that. It's easy to go and find the people that have been at the craft events for the last 20 years selling, you know, the same stuff. You're finding really new and and, and lots of different sort of facets of what's out there that could be considered craft.
8: Right. We want the best of everything so that anyone that comes to our event, they're getting to find everything that they need under one roof. So explain
1: how people, like, let's walk people through the event. Like, you buy tickets. Thing. then you what? buy
8: tickets and we like to call it meet eat shop you're meeting the makers you're eating their products um a good majority i'd say at least 95 percent of our vendors are sampling their products okay so you're getting to taste a little something at every table mm-hmm. and then you're shopping it's all about buying the best gifts and filling your pantry with the best products okay plus there's a lot of uh prepared food so you're getting to eat a fabulous lunch breakfast lunch snack dinner sure name it um you know, we're going to have so many folks there just bringing some incredible foods.
1: Well, you, you, each year you always find really interesting uh, products that you know are, that aren't on, they're not on the shelves, you know, in Whole Foods. In fact, what I think is interesting is that some of the people that you brought in three years ago have now found more mainstream markets, which is obviously the point. For them, you know, to, like, get bigger.
8: Right. And we're not a trade event, but we definitely have a lot of trade attendees, like mm-hmm. people from Whole Foods or Harris Teeter sure. or Mom's Organic Market. Um, but it's really about finding some cool stuff. So, for example, Cotton Reed, they'll be there doing some fabulous cocktails. You'll also be able to get um, something called the Ramen Burger coming all the way from Brooklyn. It okay. has two ramen patties. With a burger in the middle and it's the and most insane food hey, I don't
1: you've
8: know
0: what that seen. is,
1: but I want that. You've got
8: to Google it. It's well, the craziest well, looking I thing. But I wanna know,
0: like Reed, how did you guys find Sujean or how did she find you? Because that that's the part that's so interesting. Yeah, Where did you go
6: to does a really good job of reaching out and finding uh, cool local and international vendors that uh, have something new to offer and what, what she does really well is also help bring different vendors together. So we're partnering with Craft kombucha and other local. No, we know those. We've had them. In yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody's been They've on all this been show. In <laughs> <laughs> so but so we're we're doing a craft cocktail with them. We're we're combining some of their kombucha and our and our rum um, to do a sampling there. And we wouldn't have been able to do that type of collaboration.
0: Hey, when you look at all this stuff him. in front of me, is it any wonder that I go home after this and take a nap? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let's talk about your distillery. Is it? Explain what it is so people understand. Like when you open, is You can come and tour it. You can check it out. Like, give us a 411.
10: Yeah, so we basically do it all. So we make uh, rum in our about 2,500-square-foot distillery in the back. Up Mm -hmm. front is a cocktail bar. Okay. Uh, It's also an event space. We've been booking up for Christmas parties and whatnot, so give us a call. All (laughs) right. And the telephone number. are on
1: duty now. (laughs) standing by.
6: Yeah, exactly. Um, So
1: people can come and sit down at the bar, drink.
6: Yeah, our spirits are designed for use in cocktails. Mm-hmm. So it is a tasting room, so you'll be able to taste our spirits neat. Uh, but what we really wanted to do was showcase how our spirits could be used in cocktails.
1: Well, I'm sort of curious. Why did you start with rum?
6: Well, it's our favorite spirit.
1: Okay, that's a good answer.
6: Uh, we are D.C.'s only rum distillery. That's true. And I guess the, the, the number one reason, though, uh, is there's so much diversity in the category of rum. And when most people think of rum... Uh, they have a tendency to think of something that might be overly sweet, um, and so we wanted to change perceptions for what rum could be.
1: Well, we've been lucky enough the last couple of years when it's National uh, Rum Day, mm-hmm. we've been bringing in rum makers from all over the world, so you guys will have to join us when we do that again in August, because we get all this like amazing rum in studio, and it's really fascinating how rum has changed and the perception of rum has changed. It's It's terrific.
6: So what you have in front of you yes. is the cotton and reed dry spiced rum. Okay. 17 <laughs> botanicals.
2: <laughs> David.
1: <laughs> Come on, David. Come on, David. You can
6: handle it. Wow. So when you're expecting to drink a spiced rum, you're expecting flavors mm. of cinnamon, allspice, clove, and nutmeg.
2: Okay.
6: Um, those botanicals are in there, but we also have uh, 12 other botanicals uh, to create a, a well-rounded uh, spirit uh, profile. So there's... A, a bittering agent um gentian we took uh, inspiration from amaro there mm-hmm. so it has like this nice lingering tail mm-hmm. um, but we added perception of sweetness um through fenugreek and dehydrated lime and orange peel well
1: it's really lovely
6: most of the kind of the mainstream sort of call them big batch rums
0: right. are hard to sit and kind of i mean if you love rum you can sit and sip them mm-hmm. this is Fireball for adults. Yeah, but this is, yes, cool. it I is love fireball it. That's exactly for adults. It. Yeah.
10: Exactly. Well, this is delicious. All you right. Eugene,
1: oh, sorry, go ahead.
10: Oh, I, I just wanted to talk sugar for a second. So another big difference with our spice rum, we call it a dry spice rum because it's got about four grams per liter of sugar as opposed to like thirty to forty, which you'd get in the uh,
0: it, the big brand. So it's, it's a, a diet. diet. It's, it's a, like a diet, diet drink. drink. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's all uh, we do it all with. We've splinter. been married a really long yeah. time. <laughs> no, see. Yeah. Hey, what's your excuse? Yeah. Well, officer, I'm on a diet. And I... <laughs> all right, Sue so
1: Jean, tell us about some of the other things that we can see there. So, uh, out of Other 90- than that ramen burger. Yeah, out of the 95 vendors, we're excited. Milk
8: Bar's back. They've done a very special custom cookie for us wow. called the S'mores mm-hmm. Cookie. It's kind of a riff on your old campfire favorite. Okay. Um, and it's only available at the Emporium. We love those guys, and they've got a great shop over in City Center. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Bruner-Yang, he's bringing his paper horse ramen, which you can only currently get at Two Whole Foods <laughs> right. in D.C. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, all the vendors. Like what you just heard from Cotton and read if you want to get that experience with all the vendors you can you can spend some real time with them getting to know their products if you're there just to try some crazy foods perfect experience for well i too. will tell
1: you because you sent us a little sampling of some of the uh, vendors that are going to be there one of the things that was in there is that bacon jam oh yeah okay <laughs> and i'm just gonna say for the record like when i saw that i was like okay i mean i get it and then i used it I put it on everything. It's amazing. And I actually served it at like a cocktail party. Like I put it on top yeah, of like I mean, ricotta. I can and say I
0: woke up one morning, it was on my lips. <laughs> so just, uh, just That's
1: not all. But I'm anyway, just <laughs> all right. On that note, Tell everybody this
0: where they can find
2: is a family show. Yep.
8: Um, you can get tickets for The Emporium on our website, which is The Emporium, spelled with a Y-U-M at the end. That's yummy. Uh, TheEmporium.com. We're next weekend, Saturday and Sunday, November mm-hmm. 12th and 13th. Uh, VIP starts at 10 a.m. strict, and the event will be over by 4 p.m.
1: both days. Okay, so get ready. And kids can, are free. Kids oh, under the age of course. 12 are free. So All right. Just guys, quickly, where can we find you?
10: We are immediately across the street from uh, Union Market and Emporium. So Union Market is 1309 5th Street. We're 1330, other side of the street.
1: All right. Congratulations. So. Dude has a
7: radio voice. We're, there All we right. Go. All right. <laughs> this is David
1: and Nikki Nellis with <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. We'll be back
2: in just a sec.
7: This is Roger Waldron, president of the Coalition for Government Procurement and host of Off the Shelf. My show brings a voice to commercial service and product companies selling in the federal market. Each week, I talk to experts from inside and outside government about the latest federal compliance and policy information for government contractors. Join me every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 11 a.m. for Off the Shelf on Federal News Radio, 1500 a.m., or download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Off the Shelf. In 2008, PGA professional Steve Greiner established a Wounded Warrior Golf Program to serve the Washington, D.C. area. Since its inception, over 1,000 military lives have been positively impacted at zero cost to the participants. Now, Links to Freedom, an approved 501c3 nonprofit, needs your help to continue providing injured service members and their families this critical rehabilitative program. Please visit linkstofreedom.org. That's linkstofreedom.org for more details today.
10: This is Scott Massioni. Follow me for the latest news critical to the defense community on Twitter at S. Macione
7: This is Jared Serbu. I'm tweeting daily about the news that's interesting and important to the armed services and the defense contractors who serve them. Follow me at J. Serbu W. F. E. D.
3: If you've ever worked for a large company that provides services to a customer, at some point you may have said, Huh, I think I might be able to do this better on my own. Well, this is a show for people who actually take the step off the ledge and fend for themselves in the cutthroat world that is government contracting. I'm Alan Scott of Columbia Technology Partners and host Ready to Prime. Part information, part inspiration, and all small business. Heard the last Tuesday of every month on Federal News Radio 1500 AM or on demand at federalnewsradio.com. Search Ready to Prime.
11: Growing up, I was among the one in five American kids who struggle with hunger. And hungry mornings make tired days.
4: Grumpy days. That kind of days.
11: But with the power of breakfast, the kids in your neighborhood can think big and be more.
8: When we're not hungry for breakfast, we're hungry for more. More ideas. More dreams.
11: More fun. When kids aren't hungry for breakfast, they can be hungry for more. Go to hungeris.org and lend your time or your voice to make breakfast happen for kids in your
0: neighborhood. We're back on with Foodie and the Beast, David and Nikki Nellis. Hi. We are awash in a sea of potables and edibles, I have to say. And now we're going to get to the Champagne of Bottle Champagne because it's Champagne Week. Woo-hoo. DC Woo-hoo.
2: Champagne Woo-hoo. Week.
0: That's right. All right. So, uh, uh, Allison Marriott and uh, Jess Good Hagedorn bye-bye. are here. Um, you know, change one no letter relation, your name and you're related right. to David. Hayden, I
9: was like, no relation, buddy. Right?
0: No. So, why Champagne Week? Not well, that Champagne isn't celebrated already, but... why
9: D.C. Champagne Week? Why D.C. Well, because we live here, first <laughs> right. of all. I think, Then, thank yeah, you so much for having us on the show today. Like Before any we get anything further... There we go. Oh, We've boy. got our magnum of Champagne here in the studio of one of our producers. But why DC? Um, I think the food and wine scene has just come so far mm-hmm. in recent years. Obviously, we have the Michelin guide now. Um, and also because Justin and I French just way. really Michelin, love yes. champagne. Right. So it wasn't happening. It's something that we wanted to to kind of go to and attend ourselves, mm-hmm. and it wasn't here, so we wanted to make it happen. So, so was it happening in other places? So right now is actually also, there are champagne events specifically in New York. Um, okay. Peter Liam is a great guy. Um, there's another, uh, Blaine Ashley is, is a great um, champagne enthusiast as well. Um, there are also events in Switzerland and Frankfurt, but in okay. terms of DC, there really wasn't anything happening. And everybody else who wants to get in on this bubbly, come on, come, on come on over, come on over, got she's got a talk. To so them. if you want some,
1: she can do, she can multitask, she can, can pour and in. talk at the same time. Okay, there we go. All
9: right, so what does
1: DC Champagne Week mean? What does it mean?
9: Well, I'll let Jess jump in here just with a quick rundown, but I do want to just say, you know, with all of the focus on the election. We really want to lighten it, lighten the mood a little bit. So, we're going to lighten the mood with a whole host of events. Can we just
0: say one thing? What's that? We're with her. We're (laughs) with her.
12: (laughs) Uh, Now, we're kicking off tonight at Proof. Um, So, Proof has uh, a DC Champagne Week special menu this week Mm -hmm. uh, featuring different flights of producers of ours that are going to be in town. Um, So, tonight's a kickoff party. Our main event is Wednesday, the uh, Grand Tasting going to be at dar constitution hall well the obern gallery okay um we'll have and what does that mean like for people like people can buy tickets like yep. tonight proof, how is that working that's just uh, uh come in and enjoy um some champagne with, with okay us. i feel Pick like now does week. everybody have champagne yeah. now yeah. Yeah. So, come on no, yeah. cheers, cheers please oh wait one more one more
1: there we go it's cheers you here? can hear it there we um, go
12: Marjorie's like, I am so good. Okay.
0: I just poured all mine into one
9: glass.
12: (laughs) Um, But, yeah, Wednesday is our our main event, which is uh, the Grand Tasting. Mm -hmm. So we'll have um, eight different producers, um, Mm -hmm. each one pouring three different cuvées, um, some are bringing vintage champagne, so some really uh, nice stuff that uh, a lot of people might
1: not... Now, have... how did you hook up with these different vendors?
9: So I actually went to Champagne last April for an event that they have there for trade and industry. So mm-hmm. what we're really hoping to achieve... Is um, exposing people to wines and champagnes that they might not have heard of before. Some more growers. Absolutely. So what we have here today is Ar Lenoble. Mm-hmm. They're getting amazing international press, but they just arrived in D.C. Okay. So I actually went to the vineyard. I met the family. I toured the property. I think we should go. I think to you the should too. I mean, I, I absolutely fell in love. And I mean, so if just
0: you so ever want to be back on the show,
9: <laughs> I'll, I'll keep bringing That's the so. champagne, yeah, <laughs> Way to be subtle. So there will definitely be some diversity. Um, You know, we're really pleased. David White will also be at our Grand Tasting doing uh, book signings for us. Mm -hmm. And we're focused on quality but also the breadth of champagne. A lot of people think of you know just their one go-to that's on every single you know billboard and bravo tv show and that's fabulous and wonderful but there's so much more to champagne
1: well i think because people you know the big houses with the marketing budgets sure. are the ones that more people hear of but yeah. it doesn't mean you know just because it has a yellow label doesn't mean it's that good or a green mm-hmm. label it's for that matter good, i mean they're fine In they're gonna be com, they're sure. perfectly but, palatable wines but, lines, but, but like your, Go ahead. Apparently well, listen, you want to say really something
0: interesting here is the, the, the parallel between you and Sue Jean. I mean, there's a whole in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what champagne is and most people really don't know except, you know, the one with the yellow label or another one that that's so you know, common and commonly spoken about. But you're taking a spot and and you're you, you're broadening it and deepening it so that people can really get to know a champagne. This is a terrific champagne. Never heard of it.
9: Yeah, well, it is brand new to the market. Like I said, so we're we're super excited. Um, knowing the family and having been there it makes me even more excited. But there's going to be some champagnes at our events that we are literally importing just for this week. You wow. cannot find them anywhere in the country. So if you can't afford a trip to actual champagne, <laughs> right? come to one of our events. There's a master class on Friday. And we're doing an amazing dinner um, with Chef Marjorie, who's in the studio today. We're so excited. She gets around. Yes, yeah, <laughs> she does. I mean, That's she, what
0: they say, Marjorie. They I'm just do. repeating oh what I've heard. That's She's <laughs> going to blow it out for us.
9: with, I think we've got uh, truffles and caviar and oysters. Aww. And so if you are a true foodie and you want a different champagne with every single one of her amazing courses,
1: mm-hmm.
9: that's Thursday so did night. did you... who?
1: curated the champagnes with the different courses did you guys do that or did March or
9: I mean it's definitely been a collaborative project the whole way through I think (laughs) (laughs) it has to be with this many people involved and that's part of the reason we love champagne and part Mm -hmm. of the reason we're so excited for this outstanding series of events
1: and so how can people where do people go how do they find out about it how can
12: they get in on each event Everything's on our website, um, dcchampagneweek.com. All -hmm. ticket sales are all online. Mm -hmm. Uh, For the Grand Tasting, there is a discount code uh, for $10 off. Keyword, champagne, of course. Um, You make it so difficult. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, So everything's right there. Um, Yeah, Thursday night, champagne um, dinner. We're actually featuring a still red wine. Um, that's made in champagne so Mm -hmm. that's going to be something unique and interesting um so it's yeah there's different things along the way um, okay and where do you guys see this going
1: i mean how do you want it to in your version like where do you see it next year where do you see it five years i mean is it multiple events a day like dc beer week do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like when they started dc beer week there was like one event a day and now there's like 80 events a day i mean it's almost it's almost like Undoable, overwhelming i mean we don't
9: want to overwhelm people there always has to be a focus on quality for us Mm -hmm. and so this is such a highly curated event that we do want to maintain that level however we always want to build on our success and give people more and more of what they want as they become more enchanted with champagne themselves okay well i mean i'm enchanted (laughs) come on all
0: right once more the website just so they know
12: dcchampagneweek.com.
1: Finish your champagne for me, right? And then say it. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, All thank right. you both for Great. coming
1: Thanks in. Thanks for having and us. For on. popping this for us. It's
0: All right, Cheers. Cheers. We're going to come back to you for two quick minutes. What are we trying now? All right. So. Right
4: now we have Monticello Sunrise. Yeah, there's a a lot of drinks in the room. There's a lot of drinks. (laughs)
7: Can
0: we we thank Chase for keeping us awake?
4: Yes. Chase. Sly alcohol. I'm just trying to keep everyone afloat. Uh, The balance. All right, so we got 90 seconds. What are we drinking and why? Mm. Yeah, so this is Monticello Sunrise. This is our Ethiopian coffee. It's another another nitro cold brew. This one has notes of what what you're going to find in is something very fruity, uh, very floral. It's very different than most coffees out there. Uh, the way that this coffee is processed is naturally, so the the fruit flavors that are within the coffee cherry itself are absorbed into the seed in the center, mm-hmm. and uh, when it, as it goes through the roasting process, it um, a lot of those characteristics are maintained.
0: All right, Marjorie, you can stay there. You, you can stay, stay there. You can sit. Whatever All you want right. to do. I want to say there's no bite here. There's no bitterness. This is really terrific. Well, what's I love
1: really it. interesting for me, because as you know, I'm not a coffee drinker. Yes. I, it's really oh, palatable, and I think what's <laughs> oh, if you stop. What I think is terrific about it is that it's it doesn't have that thickness Ooh, that yeah. a lot of coffees have. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to yes. say it doesn't have body because that's not the case at all. Right. But it's not. It just it doesn't like coat it your. Stick.
4: Thank you. It that's stick. it. Do
1: you know what I mean? Sometimes you drink yes. coffee and it like like on your tongue, like it doesn't it doesn't go away when you finish it.
4: Yeah, some coffees will uh, tend to have like that level of astringency, or maybe like oily it's like or something. Dry, drying your exactly. mouth. Exactly. No,
1: it's really yummy. Um,
0: all right, we're gonna taste it. We're gonna come back to you in a bit for a little longer segment. Sure. But I want to say something. In I grew up in D.C. and went to the Uptown Theater all the time as a kid. And the only thing across from the Uptown where there was any halfway decent food was a place called the Roma, which was there for a hundred years. And after that, it was a food wasteland until Ardea moved in. And after that, it was still a food wasteland until until <laughs> dun,
2: a dun, place dun. called
0: Ripple moved in. And Marjorie Meek Bradley is the executive chef there. And now she has opened her own place, Smoked and Stacked. and Which um, is a
1: total, total,
0: dip, total departure. <laughs> totally different. And now I can't talk for a minute because I'm going to bite one of these sandwiches. Is this your homemade Pastrami?
11: Yeah, this is our house-cured and smoked-in-house uh, pastrami. All right, goodbye, but, America. No, but wait,
1: before you go, bite
0: in. Because,
1: the, I mean, the pastrami is fabulous, don't get me wrong, but it's the bread. Yes, we Tell do. Tell us about the bread. So we break. Uh, right, so bake. Go
0: ahead, go ahead. Get off of me.
11: Okay, sorry. We bake our bread... Fra- fresh every morning. Um, mm-hmm. It is our milk bread. So it's kind of like a cross between brioche and King's Hawaiian. Right. Has a little bit of sweetness and softness, but then that buttery brioche flavor as well. I mean, you should be selling it
1: <laughs> alone. I know you probably can't make enough at this point. Yeah, we're trying to keep up still, but it's been a
11: lot of fun. You know, it's, we have a small menu, but we make everything fresh every day
1: in-house mm-hmm. yeah, and it's, right. okay, I will. it's, it's uh, you know, it's been
2: an adventure. Can
1: we start from the beginning just a little bit? Because I mean... You've been working, you were with Mike Isabella. I mean, I know you've had a very career. You've been in studio before. And you know, Ripple is really I don't want to call it fine dining, but I, your dishes are fine. I mean, you really do <laughs> no, thanks. you know, beautiful upscale presentations. You're using like very high quality food. And I mean, um Rivers Union is a different style too, but pastrami is wholly and completely different. You went to virtually a single concept. Why? What were you thinking? You know, um, I
0: I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know, I said that wrong. What you were thinking is that there are a lot more people in this world like me than like Nikki. That's what you were thinking.
11: I mean, you know, I think that the fun of being a chef is you can have many different outlets. And mm-hmm. for me, Ripple, mm-hmm. for the past four years, has truly been amazing. It's a special restaurant. It's a special team. Um, but, you know, I, I wanted something new. I mm-hmm. wanted to make something um, that I felt... There's a little bit of a hole in D.C. There's a lot of great restaurants. You know, DGS is awesome, Um, but it's a little bit more sit down. So I wanted something a little more fast casual. Um, I'm not a delicatessen. I serve my pastrami on milk bread, not rye. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just fun for me. It's something different. And I think as a chef, that's kind of what you want. You're always looking to expand and figure out new things and have fun with what we do.
1: So how did you come up with your pastrami recipe?
11: Um, it started, I had a friend in New York, Zoe, and, mm-hmm. um, we made it one holiday. Uh, we worked together at Per Se and we made it on Labor Day. We were closed. you are just dropping names? <laughs> and, um... <laughs> You know, she kind of, it was like, I think a family recipe, kind of. She's from New York. Okay. Um,
1: and then I it's just. It's not like, a thing that lots of people make. It's not no. like people just make pastrami.
11: It's
0: no, no but it's I definitely really saying cool. to like, <laughs> my good friend it. Queen Elizabeth that I needed a good pastrami
2: sandwich.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, she kind of gave me her recipe, and I've tweaked and played with it for All the right. past five years. We have to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what it's like to make it on a large scale and what else is available at Smithsonian. And when back. we come
0: back, this whole sandwich will be gone.
1: Here we go. All right. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a minute.
9: I'm Aileen Black. And I'm Gigi Shum. Together, we host Women of Washington. You'll hear the inspiring and amazing stories of women who have paved their own path to success and achieved incredible milestones in their careers. Some have leaned in. Others took an unconventional approach. All have made an impact on the business landscape of Washington, D.C. and beyond. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 1 for Women of Washington, Federal News Radio, 1500 a.m. Download it anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Search Women of Washington.
7: Are you or someone you know a victim of crime? If so, call the D.C. Victim Hotline at 1-844-4-HELP-D.C. The D.C. Victim Hotline assists victims of any crimes in the District of Columbia by connecting them to resources that empower them to take the next steps toward healing. It's a free, anonymous service staffed with fully trained victim assistance specialists. You can chat online at dcvictim.org or text and call 1-844-4-HELP-D.C. That's 1-844-4-HELP-D.C. Let Potomac's Market at River Falls help make holiday entertaining unforgettable. For a catering menu, visit MarketRiverFalls.com or call 301-765-8001. This segment of Foodie and the Beast is sponsored by ProFish, D.C.'s premier seafood company. ProFish delivers only the freshest, safest, and most sustainable seafood. Visit them at ProFish.com. We're back on
0: Foodie and the Beast with David Nikki Nellis. Before we get back to Marjorie, I just want to thank the folks that sponsor the show and Make it all happen. If you're not a sponsor, don't be embarrassed. Just get in touch with me. Uh, but our friends at Profish, Fish, uh, new sponsor, the market at River Falls and Potomac, an awesome, awesome market with Beautiful the Beautiful
2: market. Mm-hmm.
0: Best food going, Jim McWhorter and Yasmin mm-hmm. doing a good job there. And, of course, Celebrity Cruises. Mm-hmm. So, Marjorie, back to you. I don't know what to say. I'm still Okay,
1: so as <laughs> you were coming up with the concept and you came up with your pastrami recipe and your bread recipe, but when you go there... You don't, it's just not one sandwich. You have a variety of options.
11: Yeah, so we do a smoked chicken sandwich as well because, mm-hmm. you know, I love pastrami. Probably shouldn't eat it every day. Right. Um, so we want to have a little bit of variety. Um, mm-hmm. So we do our smoked chicken, and then we do a smoked portobello mushroom that is actually marinated in kind of the same flavors as the pastrami. Mm. So we can actually do a vegetarian Reuben that's been pretty popular, and it's portobello instead of pastrami with sauerkraut thousand Island. i yep. don't
0: know when people walk in the vegetarians are going to walk in they're going to quickly convert <laughs> right. to another religion when they <laughs> but see but the pastrami. i also like
1: the idea because you also have salad bowls. yes and, and we i do, think that's yeah. so smart yeah you know what i mean to throw the meat on top of a salad because that's what i want to eat
11: yeah no i mean it, it again it's you got to have balance in life so we want to offer a little bit of everything um you know we have a sprouted green tabbouleh we have the salad bowls and it just mm-hmm. all kind of goes together
1: and what about your breakfast sandwiches? Because I know people like are online right now. So breakfast has been so fun. Um, like I said, I live in... I love in- <laughs> that you call that fun, because it doesn't well. sound like fun.
11: <laughs> fun for everyone else. Uh-huh. Um, no, but breakfast is awesome. I love breakfast. I lived in New York for two years. Again, breakfast sandwich on every corner. Mm-hmm. You can't find it in D.C. I know. And this bread with like the runny egg yolk or wow. bacon, cheese, like. It just goes so well together. What's so you opening in
0: Kensington, Maryland? What's the matter with you?
11: <laughs> We're definitely looking to expand. We're going to, you know, the new year is going to bring some fun things. Well, for we have sure. a
0: large yard. We'll, <laughs>
1: um, well, I think, I mean, obviously the concept is movable. I mean, it looks like, you know, it's beautiful, but it looks like you can move it in this fast casual market. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's not a lot of people doing what you're doing. So what are
0: you doing? I mean, how, what are you doing next? How will you expand? I mean,
1: you know, that's kind of what I'm figuring out right now.
11: Um, I'm finishing up at Ripple this year. So what, what? Yes. It when do you is, leave uh, there? December 11th will be my last day. Are they crying? <laughs> you know, I think it's exciting. I'm ready to, you know, kind of pursue my own things. And it'll be an exciting time for Ripple as well.
1: Um, well, I assume with smoked and stacked. It's you know it's not that you have to be there every day, but it is a new concept, and it if is. you're going to grow it, it's and I love her. it,
11: you know, I mean, I in the beginning I thought, oh, I can do them both, it'll be great, and as it turns out, you know, I love being there every morning, I love playing the pastrami in the oven, I love baking the bread, and mm-hmm. it's just very rewarding in a very different way, and so I'm going to kind of focus on that for a why little why bit. Why
0: don't you just change, change the name to Per Se, and then you'll be <laughs> <laughs> so happy, won't you, Marjorie? Fine
1: dining, I so, yeah, I think not so much. Right. <laughs> But do you think you'll you'll miss that part of, like, being in the kitchen, like, of a ripple, I uh, do. you know, like, plating the food and doing it that way?
11: I do. Um, you know, we're going to, like I said, I have some new fun things planned for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're which gonna you're be, not telling us, which is really annoying. They're still in the planning phases, but mm-hmm. there's
0: definitely. We're food journalists, <laughs> damn it.
2: Tell there's them.
11: some really cool things. Uh, you will be some of the first people to know, but they're not fully locked in yet. But we're going to be doing some dinner series and some different things there. So Oh, so terrific. I'm pretty excited, you know. A little bit of an outlet for everything there, I think. Are you
0: planning anything, anything weird and fun for the cruise?
11: Oh, my gosh. The cruise is going to be awesome. I'm pretty sure that um, Derek Brown and I are teaming up for a demo. I just demo. bought a new yes. two-piece for it, by the way. <laughs> nice.
1: You know she didn't want to team up with Mike. No. Right. She's like, <laughs> if I team up with Mike Isabella, he's going to make me do all the work. So, <laughs>
11: yeah. I love Mikey, but, you know, no, no. he was my boss for many years. And, and I think he's we still back like enough, it. Right. Yeah.
1: No, you no, don't go into that role. He goes into that yes. role. He's a bully.
11: <laughs> but, no, I'm so excited. Um, Derek and I are going to team up. The whole thing is going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to doing some cooking with David. And, you know, it's just going to be a great trip. And, of course, you find folks.
1: Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> terrific. So just uh, since we're here, I'm just going to say the D.C chef's cruise is january 28th so after all this Michigas with the election and inauguration and all that stuff we're
0: with her her. we're
1: all with her (laughs) and we will be leaving on the 28th we leave out of miami on celebrity cruises reflection ship which is just mammoth and gorgeous um everybody gets a beautiful veranda room and it is a full week grand cayman Uh, Jamaica, Hispanola, and uh, Cozumel. And uh, we get to play with Marjorie and Mike, Isabella, Derek Brown, and David Guas. And it's not it's not a lot of stuff. You can sit and lay out by the pool. Wait, they've
0: got a great kitchen. I'm going to be laying by the pool, right. so don't Everybody keep me in the kitchen right. the whole time. <laughs> say, uh, what's, who's that whale in the speedo? <laughs> <laughs> That's Nellis. That's him.
1: No, there's only uh, uh, two demos, a luncheon, and but we do have a fabulous excursion in Cozumel, yes. where we are going to a private beach, and Marge and Mike and Derek um, and David. We'll be doing a barbecue, not this kind of barbecue, D-City. Don't get all worried. <laughs> a little bit more Another grilling. Time, a little bit so more, so more grilling um, and lots of great punches. So uh, I'm so thrilled you're going to be going. It's going to be so Yes,
11: much fun. thank you so
0: much. I'm super pumped. I'm, all right, so last thing. Yeah. Yes. Where's your new place?
11: So we are on 9th Street, yeah. right between M&N, uh, right across the street, like Nikki said, from Buttercream, mm-hmm. AP, Espita. It's such a fun neighborhood. There's so much it's going exploding. on. It's insane. Every day it's like... Best neighbors, you know, I need eggs in the morning. Tiffany has them for me. She needs flour. I have it for her. Like,
0: it is so much fun Well, then, there. I
1: love you guys always sharing pictures. It's like, oh, the buttercream babies. <laughs> do you ever
0: go over and say, can I borrow a cup of money? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the thing.
2: No,
1: unfortunately, that's not a thing. I'll be doing that
0: next Halloween.
4: Right,
2: that is
1: not
0: Thanks for coming in. This
4: food is <laughs> delicious. So Chase, we coming you. back to you to talk more coffee.
1: Okay, so what would you pour last? Yes,
4: yeah, so uh, this one's actually a little bit of a surprise <laughs> because it is our humpback hike decaf.
1: Okay. Why and is that a surprise?
4: Because uh, why is it a humpback hike? <laughs> yeah, so H- humpback hike is the name that we give it. We want to be a little bit more approachable with coffee, so we name every coffee in a after a person or a place in Virginia that inspires us. Okay. So um, this uh, this decaf is uh, is out of Guatemala. Mm-hmm. Uh, has uh, notes notes of rich chocolate, and uh, what we have found is that you cannot actually find any cold brew that is a decaf. Why? And so um most people haven't really given decaf much of a chance um you know a lot of, a lot is of that coffee,
1: coffee snobbery
4: a little, sometimes there's like a little bit um you know several coffee companies will actually um not really include much of decaf you hear things like death before decaf no but, but
0: the truth is i mean for many people if you're going to drink i mean you drink coffee first and foremost you learn to drink coffee because of the caffeine boost sure and so for some people decaf is like kissing your sister you know it's you know I don't even I'm I'm know half 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 what that <laughs> means. Not, what does that
1: mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, my sister's hot. No, I mean no. I mean it's like there's nothing. to – It's like what's the point? <laughs> oh, you
4: know,
1: you're like sick and twisted. Sure, there, you, I swear what,
4: to. there is there well, is certainly just, a right. utility just that comes that coffee. That. That's right.
0: No, but I mean so.
1: Is but there are people. But there are people who cannot take caffeine. So why? Like why are they looked down upon? Like
4: right, right. that. And that's what we want to do. We actually flavor of coffee. Yes, yes. They want to still enjoy the flavor of coffee. It's still the recognition that is a craft, and mm-hmm. that um, that you can pull out the caffeine and still create something great.
1: Right, cause is is the thought process that coffee without caffeine doesn't taste good?
4: That is typical of what uh, what ends up being um, due to the decaffeination process. You can remove a little bit of that flavor, but okay. um, we were actually very delighted that we were able to create a nitro cold brew that was uh, that still had a lot of a lot of flavor to it. Is so there not still caffeine
0: troubling. in decaf, though?
4: There is. There, uh, always, uh, in all decaf coffees, there is a very small percentage of caffeine.
0: Because our daughter, who's 14, loves coffee, but we keep her away from it because
4: uh, she doesn't need the caffeine. She's right. I believe I believe n- even non-alcoholic beers still have a little bit of alcohol mm-hmm. in that. So it, it, it's the same.
1: Right. It's negligible. It's not a lot.
4: All right. It's not so Tess can drink this.
1: Yes. Okay.
4: <laughs> all right. Okay. Along with the other um, things she drinks. And so hmm.
1: when people go to your... Brick and mortar and get coffee. It's only cold brew. Is that all you offer? How does oh, it work?
4: We we offer actually a lot more a lot more than just cold brew, but we are um, the first nitro cold brew bar. Okay. Um in the D C metro area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the purpose of finding a nitro cold brew that speaks to them. It's like you, you go to a bar, you get like either a stout or a porter and ale, mm-hmm. and they're all different. Same with all these coffees, they're all right. a little bit different. But uh, we also offer uh, freshly made pour overs, which is uh, a brewing technique where you pour hot water over top of a conical filter. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Like how they did it in the 70s. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. I mean, that's what my mom used to do. Yeah,
4: just one one cup at a time and going back to the basics. Um, And we also offer a full espresso bar as well.
1: Oh, okay, great. All right, well, tell everybody where they can find you.
4: Sure. So we're uh, we're down in Pentagon City. Mm -hmm. Uh, The... um, Whole Foods just opened up there. Actually, that entire area is really transforming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Core Power Yoga, Orange Theory, uh, Shake Shack, Matchbox just opened up so on this. The-
1: should have a, like a Nitro and then go do yes. your uh, Orange Theory. Right. If you need that before you go in there. Right, oh, and then definitely. there should
0: be an emergency room right next door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so what's the address? Let's just.
1: It's over. <sharp inhale> the show's over. Well, Quick. Oh, oh it is over. America. That's it. Five all 20, right.
0: TcChefsCruise.com. If you're not there, <laughs> you're going to miss it. <laughs>
1: all right. We want to thank all of our guests for joining us Thanks. in studio today. It was a fabulous, fabulous show. Thank you all for listening today, and everybody, please have a delicious week.